my sweet friend, welcome back. This is now season two, we've probably had a few episodes out already, or maybe this is the second one, I don't know what the order is that I'm going to do for some of my guests, but today I have a special person from the other side of the world, I've managed to sneak in and grab her time before she goes back. Do you want to introduce yourself, Eva? Yes. It's so good to be here. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm so excited. Do you want me to say my name? You want me to reveal yeah, my identity? Reveal your full if you want to. I am very comfortable too. Um, my name is Eva McGregor and I am from Southern California. Oh yeah. But I've been living in New Zealand for the past six months and have two more weeks to go. Man, so I'm so glad flowing. I was able to fit this in before we go. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so glad. I was like Oh, I really want to get Eva on, but I've managed to do it, and I love it. It's I going feel well so honored so to be here. I love, I love that you wanted wanted me to yes, come. So have this fun. is technically the first recording I have done with a guest. It'll it won't be the first guest episode released, but this is this is the I guinea pig honored. run, and I'm the guinea pig. I love you it. Are, and we were <laughs> we were very nervous and laughing just before we started. So <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. I. Would love for you to just start off by like introducing who you are, what your yes. journey's been. Yes. Um, oh, I mean, there's so many things that you could go into. But so, yeah, who I am, I'm 22 years old. I'll be 23 next month, Gosh. which is exciting. Um, I am married to Josh McGregor mm-hmm. and I, um, yeah, was born and raised in Southern California and moved to New Zealand when I was 17 and where I met you, you when were you just were one. you well, were actually, in year I would have been well no no no. yeah what year were you in I'm only like a month or so younger so I must have been I must have been you're, in you're year 13, 13 but yes. about to turn 18 yes Man. because I was very sneaky and I was 17 leading 18 year olds yes I couldn't believe I that know. you were only like a year a month older than me I was like this girl is surely a few years yep I can't believe they let me come but I came (laughs) well you were mature for your age which is great fake it till you make it you know yeah (laughs) no but um yep so I moved here when I was 17 and then I did um an internship um with Grace um for with GBY and I was only supposed to stay for eight months but then I didn't ended up staying two and a half years where I met Josh my now husband which was not the plan I specifically said I'm not dating anyone when Mm, I come to New Zealand that's how it Um, always I know but (laughs) God had different plans which I'm very very grateful for Mm. so um, about three years ago I moved back home right after lockdown um, and then was living there for a little bit and then Josh and I did about eight months long distance mm. and then we came um his visa finally got approved that was such such a, a palaver there <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah you probably yeah oh, I just you probably heard so the, many things like, so hard. guys please pray I know. <laughs> <laughs> right you're on the other side so many unknowns um, and then yes he came over in February 2021 and then we got married Three mm. months after that, 90 Day Fiance um, was us. Gosh, I know, like the TV quick. show. I know, man. Yeah, it's a TV show. It's that. It's that crazy. But we we weren't um, interesting enough to have a TV show. Wait, did you guys get engaged while you were over there? Uh, no, no. So we got engaged here, but uh, they call it 90 Day Fiance because I, I don't know. Uh, we were engaged for a year and a half, 
Oh, okay. So quite a while. In my yeah. mind, I'm like, wait, how did that, how did that work? I know, <laughs> I know. Because you have, as soon as your spouse comes to the States, they, you have 90 days to get married. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So you were engaged for longer, but yes. then. But oh, in, okay. in the States, you can only be engaged for 90 days. Whoa. I know. Kind of no crazy. Pressure. Huh? I know. But I guess you would have had that whole time. Before yeah, yeah. Plan. We were ready, but yeah. Oh, I remember watching your like the wedding oh stuff online. Gosh. It was so beautiful. I know. I was so beautiful. It's actually really funny because while we've been at home, it's been like, oh, we loved your wedding. We loved being mm. there. And we all, we all obviously felt such a void with our friends and our family not being there. Yeah. Um, But our friends and family were quite, you know, like, oh, we loved seeing your wedding. Yeah. It was beautiful. Wish we could have been there. But now since we've been in New Zealand, we've heard the other side of that of I cried the whole time yeah. and it was so sad. And we're like, oh, my gosh, I forgot. Like, there's a whole, been, like, yes, <laughs> yes. And I always knew that, but I think I didn't fully under, you mm. know, I, I oh, it was didn't such a weird thing about it. to get dressed up go to unit five oh. where everyone was sitting there and oh. then there was the food and it was so weird. I was like, so I've never sad. done this before, but it was, oh, it was so beautiful. Oh my and we gosh. could actually probably talk a lot more because we weren't like True. in the wedding stuff. So we were able to just chat and be like, yeah. guys, look at her. She's oh. so cute. It was so I didn't know fun. that you guys were planning on doing that. I would have mm. bawled if I knew yeah. the day of. So I'm so glad that I didn't. I like, I only yeah. saw the photos after. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so, sweet. so sweet. Like I would, I wish we would have done shout outs to you guys. Mm. And, but then I'm like, oh, I probably would have been really sad as well. So yeah. But, and it's a big day know. with already so many emotions. I know. Like, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a special day. It's crazy how much um, God was able to just give us so much peace in that when mm. we when we literally only had half our people there. Yeah. Um, and where we just realized, oh, it's actually, you know, it's about us yep. um, and to focus on that. It was mm-hmm. so fun. But That's where I'm like, yeah. I don't know, recommend it, but yeah, <laughs> I told myself growing up, I was like, I can never do long distance. Like that's not happening. I cannot imagine being uh, on different sides of the world. Kind of am doing it for two months. Yeah, you kind of are. That's you a are. little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> not quite the full scale of what you did, which is but insane. still counts. <laughs> yeah. I was so stoked though you. when you popped back, cause I didn't even know you were coming back. And then I think it was yeah. maybe Christmas, one of like the Christmas productions and I saw you or some time around then I'm like, Hold up! What are you yes, doing? Yes, yes. So fun. I was like, Eve is back. I know. We we definitely we got that a lot because yeah. we were only supposed to stay for just five weeks, uh, okay. the summer holidays, and then we got the opportunity to um, work at Grace just mm. for um, the rest of the five months. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was kind of a kind of last minute. I mean, we did know, but we we didn't publicize it or yes. anything. But. Which makes we love it so surprising much more people. Because then yeah. everyone would have been like, wait, what exactly? The heck? Love surprising people. Oh, it was so sweet. And I feel, because <laughs> I just remember back when I was like, you know, a little 18 year old and you'd come over. And even though you were the same age, yep. there was just same that, exact age. <laughs> maybe it was the fact that you'd just come overseas. I was like, oh my True. goodness, like Eva is just so cool. Like her faith is awesome. She's so confident. <laughs> I feel like, and especially with G- doing GBY Lounge as well with you, yes. I think you're such a huge part even maybe not hmm. full-on as though we were like best buddies doing everything together yeah. I'm like, oh the, like all the serving we did together I oh feel like so gosh. invested into my life yeah and taught me and I'm like yeah. oh my goodness she's back round two. Oh my gosh Bruce, you were there at the crack of dawn with us <laughs> and like you were always like no matter what was going on in your life you always had a smile on your face you're always so ready to serve and it was so, oh, it was so fun doing that. Mm. And I 
I cherish those memories so much because when you really have to press in and oh, you have yeah. to, you know, put on, you know, you have to make things happen. At, yeah. Um, it was just so fun to do that with you and the rest of the team, the little team that we had. Oh, it was. And I can't even remember. Man. And you you literally it? came like, it was every week, right? Yeah. You were on every week. Still going strong. Nine and LB. 11. Yes. And you still are. But by the time this episode's out, I would have stepped back from True. that, which is. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I think that would be really nice to do all the one-on-one yeah. mentorship a bit more. That's but five years. It's been, it's been a, big, yes. a big season. Although I feel like because of lockdown, yeah. for the, all those big stints, when I mm. think of like youth leading and the Sundays, I'm like, oh, I feel like it hasn't been actually that long because of just mm. all the big breaks. But yeah. no, mentally, Confusion. we've been there. Yeah, no, you have. Been there since day one of being out of, year, out of high school, yes. pretty much. Which is fun. And that's, that's incredible. Mm. I just, I love, I love your servant heartedness. It's incredible. I wish that everyone could grab a hold of that. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Oh, I appreciate you. (laughs) On that note, if someone was to describe you in three words. Oh, yes. I want to know what you think they would be. So I wrote down a few. Mm -hmm. I, this was hard for me to think of. Um, But I just asked. I asked people around me because I'm like, what would you describe me? But the ones that kept coming up, just a few, were, oh, I, this is so hard. I hate tooting my own horn in a sense. You know, I'm like, <laughs> this is weird. But you to. ones I agree with, um, it's three, right? Yeah. Just three? If you got um, an extra bonus one, chuck it in. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Words of affirmation we'll for see. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I'd say, okay, so loyal I feel like mm. I'm, I'm quite a loyal I'm a loyal person I can see that um which I agree with which is I think it yeah did you ask Same Josh with, what words I did inspo? I did <laughs> I did and my beautiful mother-in-law oh yeah. that's so sweet <laughs> I love it but I'd say yep I'd yep. say loyal um I'd say fun mm-hmm. and I'd say kind Oh, I feel like they're patient so well. I've I've got a lot of patience. Yeah. Well, you At prob- least now in this season <laughs> of my life, I've got a lot of patience. We'll see what it's like later on. But yeah. So that that's my that's like my youth three leading and, a half. and serving in the church uh-huh. just grows those beautiful it qualities. It does. It beautiful. Yes, it beautifully, beautifully does. Yeah, the refining but, process. Yeah. What about what about you? Oh heck, you're not meant to spit it on no? me. Uh-uh. If you ask me the <laughs> questions, I ask you. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking when I was writing this down, it's not a word, but I feel like the phrase of like being the mother of the group, I feel like yes. whatever word would just a single word would describe that. That's multiple that. words. I think when it comes to like Cheating. friends or all of that, I think just that little nature <laughs> of like, oh, take care of you. Nurturing. Yeah. That maybe, yeah. Yes. That, I feel like it's a good one. Nurturing. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I feel like gentle. Or like graceful, yes. those vibes I think, well, is what I would like people mm-hmm. to hopefully be seeing because I I desire to be like a mm-hmm. nice, gentle, graceful person. And you you are, yeah. Even and more I feel like similar else. to you, like loyal. Mm. I think that's something that I strive to, yeah, like fulfill in all my relationships. Which I think people would, yeah, when definitely. They, had birthday cards written, I think yes, those would be things. definitely. Didn't go I out asking that. the boy or the <laughs> So who knows? <laughs> I confirm that for you. Yes. <laughs> Not like too far off track. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just tooting my own. Name. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so one thing when I was thinking about 
interviewing you I really wanted to get your thoughts on just like your walk with Jesus and Mm. doing life with him and the whole quiet time and just I guess your loyalty and Mm. faithfulness within your journey with Jesus and so Mm. to start off this conversation what would be some of the main parts and like significant moments in your walk with Jesus and maybe even like some of the habits and rhythms that Mm. have invested into your spiritual life man that's such a loaded question it's so good I feel like there's so many different Mm. when I started to think about it I just remembered so many other things I've just forgotten Mm -hmm. about my walk with God but I would say that since since I grew up in a Christian home growing up I I always thought well let's see so when I was seven I I was the first time that I had given my life to Jesus Mm. but then when I was 13 was the time that I um, had really, really given my heart to Jesus, and I knew what I was getting into, and I knew, I knew the difference between life and death, and mm. I knew the difference between, um, yeah, a life with Him and a life without Him. Um, mm-hmm. And so, when I was thirteen, that was the first time where I said, "Okay, this is this faith is for myself, and not." not my family's faith or not mm. my friend's faith. This is mine. Mm-hmm. And honestly, since that day, I remember we were at, at it was a vineyard conference and I went up and my chest was beating so much. My knees felt so weak. You're and like, I, surely everyone can hear I my know. heartbeat right Yes, now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so I went up to the front and I got, I was so touched by the Holy Spirit. And it's so funny because I remember that day had changed my life significantly but it wasn't in, even in the ways that I thought that it would be. Like yeah. it wasn't, things didn't become easier. All of my my pains and um, struggles in life didn't change. Um, I thought that I would be able to kind of have these new superpowers in a sense mm. of being able to conquer these the fears that I had. But it, it didn't. But I had this reassurance and this confidence in me to be able to to press on in that. I love that. Yeah. I feel like that's such a huge reminder <clears throat> we often need. Or like how even that Bible verse, I don't know where it is, where it's mm. like Jesus doesn't promise that, you know, we get it easy, yes. that troubles will come. But I think so often we forget that. Exactly. And especially if, like when you're a newer Christian and mm. in that journey, like it's like the honeymoon phase with Jesus yeah. and life's amazing and then the ball drops and you're like, yes, wait, what's going on? Exactly. Which is so cool that you've been able to see that throughout your journey and just yeah. see the shift but knowing it wasn't in that sort of yeah. I guess worldly sense uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. so I'd say going from that yeah um I'm looking at my notes because there's there's honestly so many things and I think that you you just forget it yeah um but um yeah all I th- was gonna say was growing up in a Christian home you um, content, like as you get older, you can kind of feel like you don't have a testimony Yeah. that by just living in, um, just even a, a safe environment and with, with people who are like-minded to you and friends who are mostly like-minded to you, you feel like, Oh, what? Like, I don't have this crazy testimony of, um, falling away from God and living this mm. completely different life. And so I kind of grew up with that, but realizing now, like, oh my gosh, that's such a lie, you know? Yeah. Like, my, my story is so different to everyone around me, and it's important, just like it is important for, mm. you know, people who've fallen away and had radical um, encounters with Jesus. It's just as important. Yes. Um, so I think growing up 
with that mindset. I, I think I, I caught on to that quite soon, quite soon. Yeah. Um, which I was really grateful for because I, I think that I, I, I was really gifted with a confidence in, in who I was mm. um, because I based it so much on faith. Um, but I'm going off from your question, but no, it's fine. from your, <laughs> from your question, I'm like, woo, I'm going everywhere. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think of, yeah, some of my main, my main, um, significant parts of my walk with Jesus would be at a really young age. Um, we, my, my parents, um, my dad specifically, um, had a dream, um, about reaching the the um, orphan and the widow mm. and it just kind of birthed this really beautiful um, heart for missions um, and so from a really young age of um, I was probably like nine we and before that but my family would go down to Mexico um, and he eventually and my family him and my mom eventually just as soon as they went down to Mexico and they just saw the need there and mm. it's only three hours away from our home so it's we say we say it's our backyard um this so it's very very close backyard. by very I know very big backyard but it's just around the you know it feels like it's around the corner that there's yeah. so much poverty and it's a third world um country but we um I think just growing up with that mindset of knowing how much I have mm. and being able to um yeah, even just experience the love of these kids when they've had nothing and they've been used and abused and being able to love them in my own way, not even being able to communicate with them. Mm. And I I feel so fortunate that my parents involved us kids in that because it really put um, a seed really, really deep in me that I, I wanted to live my life not focusing on myself as much as mm. I can I, and you always will slip back into yeah. that but I just felt so grateful like I, I would say that's such a big thing in my life where I got out of my little Christian bubble and I was able to see the need and even see things that were really really hard to see yeah um and people starving and and just um the the physical and emotional wounds mm. of people um, but how that formed me and shaped me. I remember one time I came back from a missions trip and I mean, we would just go down regularly. So it wasn't even, it didn't feel like a missions trip. Yep. It just felt like we would just go down. Another um, day. <laughs> yeah, the other day. Yeah. And you go through a little bit of culture shock and it's culture shock is so good for you, you know, yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, we came back and I was cleaning my room and I was putting my um, shorts and pants in a drawer and I couldn't close the drawer because they were full of these clothes yeah and I just broke down crying because I thought oh my gosh like I'm getting frustrated because I couldn't I couldn't shut this drawer and I was like so overwhelmed because I I just was thinking of all the kids who don't have as much yeah. as I had and I was frustrated that yeah. I had so much that I couldn't mm -hmm. fit it in one space and I remember that moment really, I think, set me off in a trajectory of I really need to um, focus on the lost. And yeah. just because it's not it's not just my parents' heart, but it's actually God's heart. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that, yeah, that really set me off of, okay, like, what am I going to do? My, my dad always says, and I, he's my hero, um, but <laughs> he that. always says, they're amazing. My, my, both, both my parents are my heroes, but... 
he always said, um, we only have this window of time in our life for God to use us. And um, people are going to care for the orphan way, um, way, they cared for the orphan way before me and they're going to care for the orphan way after me. But what am I going to do in this little window of time that I have? I love that. Um, yeah. And so that it's like, that's quite of a, ooh, yeah. a weighty question. <laughs> how did you find, I was just thinking, how did you find being in that environment and like hmm. seeing just such a different lifestyle and like still having a soft heart, but not feeling like it's your burden and just being sort of crushed by the weight of like, this is what people go through. I feel like I, yeah. like if you've got like a tender heart, mm-hmm. a lot of the time hearing stuff in the news or reading things, yes. it's just like, I can't like, I want to know what's going on in, in the sense mm. that I can be aware of it, but also it's too much. Yeah, <laughs> How did you find that? Yeah. I think we're both quite similar in mm. that. Cause I agree with that where sometimes I'm like, I actually can't listen to the news because yeah, <laughs> like, just, this is too much and yeah. I can't solve it. But I think f- when you are able to, just realize that you're not in control. Yeah. And when you think that you're in control, you start to take on responsibility that's not yours. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's so many different glimpses of that. But with with Mexico, for me specifically, I think realizing, wow, the need here is so big. Mm-hmm. But what we're able to do for this one little person or these 10 little people actually changes their lives. Yes. And... I, I think that just seeing the way that people around me loved the people around them and how intentional they were with just that one person or the, that 10 people or that 50 people was just worth it mm. for that one. Cause you know how it says that Jesus cares for the one and just like the sheep, he went after, he left the 99 and he went for the one. And so even just kind of remembering that, Oh, I'm not in control that I can't actually change the lives of, of, all of the starving and lost yeah. kids in the world, but I can help with just this one. Mm. Um, and and even just the, you know, I, I can only do so much. I can do practical things, but everything else is above my pay grade. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay, you know? Mm. And I think that it's so good to be thinking, well, how can I partner with God more and more and more? Yeah. But there's a point where it's it's all, you know, it's all in God's hands and you can't mm. you can't be... Um, over that, you know? Yeah, I feel like I often have to remind myself that while I, I feel like I'm more mm. of like the focused on like my the people in my community area, like yeah, I feel like that's yeah. what I'm driven to, but I'm often have to remind myself, I'm like, God actually cares more about these people way more than yes, I do. So exactly. what I feel and the way, and like, I guess there's that responsibility to do my little yeah. part, but God, like, mm-hmm. he sees and loves him way more than I do so he carries that same drive to care for people and so exactly like, oh, it's okay there's like yeah the lord of all creations got this yes and I even think like bringing attention to it as well like mm. with with our little personalities with the news like it's quite yeah. overwhelming you know <laughs> but I think it's almost because if you think about grief and if you think about like people who have lost a loved one and um, the, the kind of natural response is to pretend that nothing happened because you yeah. don't want to bring it up and you don't want to um, make them feel worse than yeah. they are, especially if they've been away and they finally come out into society again. But actually you feel so loved when someone says, oh, I'm so sorry that you lost this person. Yeah. I'm so sorry that this happened. And even though it's uncomfortable. 
And I, I kind of feel, I could be wrong, but I kind of feel like, at least for me, I kind of see that as with the stuff that's happening in the world, like yeah. it's important to address it, even though you can't necessarily change it um, or you can't necessarily make things better, but to bring attention to it mm. and to be able to acknowledge it um, and say, oh, what, what's even the little part that I can play? You know, mm, I love that, hmm. man. I feel like there's like a whole tangent, but I'm so. Oh, I know I'm, this is a tangent. I love that tangent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is where you say, "All right, just off scratch on the, the whole quiet yeah, time." Yeah. Jesus, like this is going mission. Oh yeah, I mean, it is missions month at church. <laughs> it is. And by the time this is released, it won't be. But I love True. that. Okay, man. So from so you bring had, me back. yeah, where? you had like the missions sort of mm-hmm. heart posture growing up. And which would have been, I guess, your teen, mm. teen stages and continued. What else from there? Yeah, I think, yeah, that was really big. Um, oh, man, there's so, there's so many things as well. Um, yeah, I think another big, big part of my faith journey was um, when I was 15, we foster adopted mm. um, three kids from Mexico who were actually um, American citizens, um, but we got to know them and have relationship with them while um, we visited. I um, forgot all of this. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Relearning all your stories. I know, there's a lot. Um, But um, yeah, that was quite a, that was a really, really big shift in Mm. our lives because I'm one of five kids and then we all of a sudden were eight kids yeah so at one point we had six teenagers um, with doing six different sports on a Saturday morning oh my goodness Um, surely uh, a bunch of you had your license though and we did yeah yeah well just two of us did oh my goodness yeah so it was quite it was quite hectic but I loved it Mm. I loved I loved the chaos of of siblings and, and stuff but it that that really, really shaped me as well as my um, siblings as well, just because we had to learn to share yeah. even the things that you usually don't have to share, like your parents or mm. your grandparents or, or your friends or your personal space or your time and your energy. Um, and it was really, really growing and learning for mm. me. And I think it really did shape me because you can talk about missions and yeah. you can talk about reaching the ends of the, the the world and everything, but it's actually so much harder to do that in your own home. Yeah, when you bring all of that in. Yes, you're, you're exactly. Like, Come into my space and let's do it. Exactly. Or even, you know, loving the hardest people to love. Yeah. In um I remember my sister gave me this plaque once and it was from there's a quote from Mother Teresa and I might botch this, but basically <laughs> what I remember from it was if you want to go on missions and if you want to um, love God or something, something, if you want to yeah. go on missions, basically, learn to love your family first. Um, and I remember taking that so like, oh my gosh, like if I want to do these things that I've been praying about and I feel I actually have to do it in my home first. Yeah. And so that didn't change overnight at all. But it was, I definitely say, a moment where I've I learned I had to check myself quite regularly because mm. you're you're comfortable in your own space and you can snap easy and you yep. can um yeah things can come up but just learning how to work through those I think really gave me a lot of patience and yeah. a lot of um yeah just even 
it knowledge and and even a little bit of you know wisdom on mm. how to deal with certain situations or um hurting people and yeah you know so yeah I'd say that's that's another one that's so cool I love <laughs> yeah. that I love that your family went from yeah the outward like mm. going out but then also bringing it in yes and it's so I think from what you were saying it's such a reminder that you can you know go out and serve in church mm. or in a community and it's you know quite like oh yeah I can be seen doing this mm-hmm. but it's when you're like in your own home where nobody sees you and you don't get that recognition yes. and it's like well are you We're the quiet. same person like what's your character like when you're exactly. behind the closed doors exactly and that's where that's where God wants to challenge you that's the where most. patience can exactly <laughs> that's where it comes in <laughs> yeah yeah man I love did that. I answer your question okay? yeah Was I there? feel like those okay. really like that's so cool I love that from so you've had these beautiful big different things that have like mm-hmm. invested into a walk have you been through a dry season when it comes to your faith and mm. what was that like experience like for you and how did you navigate mm. those seasons you don't have to go into full details of mm-hmm. maybe what caused it or all of that but mm-hmm. what's that been like with yeah having dry seasons? such a good such a good question um I would say that Everyone goes through dry mm. seasons, um, but I've found that whenever I've gone through, I've gone through many, many dry seasons, but I found that as soon as you catch on that you're in a dry season, it's actually a, an amazing opportunity to press in a little mm. bit more because, you know, the saying, um, Vineyard says this a lot, which I've always loved, but we're, we're living in the now and the not yet. You know, yeah. so we're we're in the kingdom of God, but there's also the enemy is at work and is at mm-hmm. hand, and it's kind of this ongoing battle um, until Jesus comes one day. You know, yeah. but I feel like with those dry seasons, is you feel like you're doing great, and then all of a sudden you just kind of get a little bit blindsided, and then you realize, oh my gosh! Well, at least in my case, yep. I've realized, oh my gosh, I haven't been praying enough. I haven't been reading enough. I haven't been honest to myself enough I haven't mm-hmm. been honest to the people around me enough how I'm actually feeling mm. and you know am I actually feeling God's love right now am I actually do I believe in this is yeah. this like something that I is tangible to me like does this does this mean something for me um and it's just the battle that you go on mm. and I've found that whenever I've gone in those addressing it right away and even um, just remembering that we are in a battle and it's an opportunity to press in more. And whether that be, I've, I've found for me in the times that I've um, had dry seasons and even right now, if I'm completely mm. honest, I feel a little bit dry and it's confusing. It's counter, it feels countercultural in the, in the Christian yeah. world um, because I'm at church constantly, you know, constantly pouring out, but you can just kind of get in these cycles where you just feel like everything's okay. But Mm -hmm. for me, when I'm in a dry season, it's because I'm not meeting in the secret places and I'm not praying by myself and I'm not, I'm not intentionally worshiping or Mm. I'm not intentionally pressing in. And I think that those are really what forms you. It's not Mm. just the church community that you that you have which is so important and communal worship and communal Mm. prayer but 
it's actually like I even just read a verse today because I was feeling oh I actually need to I need, a I need to Lord. press in again <laughs> yeah like I'm I'm being a bit hypocrit- hypocritical yeah hypocritical 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 just makes you think of hippopotamus Hippo- <laughs> am I saying that right I think hypoc- hypocritical, hypocritical? Oh, I don't know uh, who knows Close. I think that so. one <laughs> that one yeah but I'm just remembering like oh I actually if I'm talking about the goodness of God, I need to I need to feel it first yeah. again. And it's not just a I what I love about faith is that it's not just a one-off. Mm. Like when I was 13, I experienced the Holy Spirit so radically for the first time, but it's been a consistency of me wanting to press in back to that and being able to experience that more and more. I remember um Glenn France once chatted to us as interns and he just gave us such Ah, oh, he's an amazing speaker. Shout out to Glenn France. But um, I just really loved how he said that you are meant to be craving that again. You're mm. meant to be wanting the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. again in those radical encounters. Like it's not just a one-off and it's okay to be, you know, desperate for that again. Yeah. And so I, I, I find that in this little even season that I'm in, I'm like, well, I'm craving that again yeah. and I need to be intentional with where I am and who I'm with and Mm. and even even down to the very simple things at least for me for even like praying for my food I'm like I need to I need to think about it I actually need to be intentional with Mm. thank you Jesus for this food you know versus the thank you Jesus for this food but and those things (laughs) you know that just happened yeah (laughs) but just being intentional with everything that I do so that I'm able to fully fully recognize the love of God that he is for me um yeah what would you um I guess encourage people or how what have you found Mm. when you're in that dry season because this is Mm -hmm. from when I've been in them before like as well and like you you craving that closeness again but whenever you sort of read the bible or pray or Mm. whatnot you just don't feel anything and it's Mm -hmm. just like oh like I'm trying to press in but I'm just getting like blank slate kind of thing what's how, how have you sort of pushed past that little barrier yeah I feel like that's the little enemy right there and right like, yeah no, you can't have it but that is so good I think with that is just pressing in more like mm. it, especially if you feel resistance mm. and if you feel just nothing you press in more and more mm. and more and more until you do and I remember I mean I feel like Vineyard says this all the time and people say this all the time but Um, if you can't give, um, you haven't received. And I feel like it comes, it comes from that, that you have to be able to receive God's love Mm. and before you can give it, Mm. you know, and even with the people closest to you. And I, I think that, um, it's so easy to have shame and guilt creep up on you when you're in those times where, you're wanting to experience the Holy Spirit or you're wanting to pray and you just don't feel anything. You Mm. feel bland, you feel boring. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's so important to remember that it's actually okay to feel those feelings. And sometimes, yeah, we just go up and down. But God's feelings don't change. Ours do because we're human. But God, it says that he is always the same and he's always there for waiting for us. And Mm. as soon as shame... Um, creeps in it, it can really destroy you yeah and I've felt that of feeling shame of guilt um, for other things but as well as not you know reading or 
feeling hypocritical and and not holding on to that because you can hold on to that and and just think oh I might as well just give up now yeah but it's just again another opportunity to press in more Mm. but yeah as a practical things are you saying practical things yeah if you've got practical little nuggets yeah maybe maybe a bit I've got a few practical things I, I want to hear your practical things oh. as well um oh I've got stuff I can share after yeah this okay well okay I'll we'll share notes but okay. here's a few, yeah I've yep. got a few practical things that have helped me um but social media is mm-hmm. so draining and it seriously sucks everything out of you mm-hmm. <laughs> it like sucks everything sponge. out of me sucks all the yes goodness. it does because I mean social media is such a gift as well because you're able to communicate with people from all over and see amazing things but for me I've I've tried to I actually need to get back into this more but I've tried to um have a routine of not going on social media until 12 p.m and then not going on social media while I'm laying in bed so that's actually really helped me so So I won't even sit on my bed or I won't sit in a really comfortable position in my room um, while I'm on social media because then you can just get stuck there and you can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. So I've actually done that since high school with, I just won't go on it while I'm in in my bed because I could just, you know, go on for hours. Um, And And sometimes... a little SpongeBob two hours later. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The worst is when you know, like you've sort of caught on, oh, I've been on this for like Mm -hmm. an hour, but then you're like, Oh, I'll just keep going for a little right? bit longer. Yeah, and oh. it just yeah, and I was even thinking like, I when I when I get off social media, I'm like, what do I remember? Yeah, what did I learn? You know, like absolutely. Nothing. Yeah, right. And I'm and I'm not. I don't want to downplay. Like I don't want to bash social media because I I know that it's there's some beautiful things to yeah. it when you use it well. But for me, I'm like I will get sucked in. Mm-hmm. I know my limits. So that's one helpful thing. Um, I and journaling. That. So yes. I feel like you would yep. relate to that as well. Mm-hmm. Even just the silly thoughts or even just those really, really dry thoughts mm. of, God, where are you? I don't feel you. Mm-hmm. I find it hard to pray. I find it hard to worship. And those are so important yeah. to write down and come back to. And then you can see that in two months' time where you've yep. got past that hurdle mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my gosh, look how much I've come. Mm. You know, And it's so important. Um, dreaming as mm. well like paying attention to, you can't make yourself dream but paying attention to your dreams mm. um, paying attention to your dreams and writing those down and seeing if they mean anything to you because yeah. because I have time and time again had God speak to me through my unconscious and mm. just even clarify things or even give me direction on things that I had no idea that was him speaking yeah. and it was only because I paid attention and I thought oh that dream was a little bit different that was weird yeah. yeah so that's one thing oh I love that and um yeah I'd say one more thing that I have found extremely helpful um is in first Thessalonians actually all over the bible it says to thank God continuously mm. and I have even even in my dry seasons, I've actually been able to have a habit of thanking God through everything. And almost where I don't even realize it anymore. But it just says, yes, yeah, it says to thank God continuously. Even, even well, I'm, I don't even remember what it says. But <laughs> my heart remembers that just to remember 
to thank him through mm. everything, even when nothing's going your way. Mm. Um, because it puts you, it gives all the control to him as well. Mm. And it, it moves the, I'm in control, what's going on, this, this heart, this sucks. Mm-hmm. But then giving it to God and thanking him for the opportunity to learn, yeah. even if you can't feel it yet. And it just softens your heart. Mm. Um, and so those, those are just a few little... I love those. Things for me. I feel yeah. like some of them I'm like, yep, I would have thought of that. And then others I'm like, oh, this is a cool mm. take. I love that social media one because I think it's kind of like similar to, you know, having good boundaries when you're in a relationship and mm-hmm. just all of those things. But I've never really thought of it about yeah. social media. I love that. Yeah. I feel like I would add, I love like, yeah, how you were saying journaling. And I can remember I was in, there's like three months. I think it started around the time when I went into lockdown for my 18th birth, no, 21st mm. birthday. And I was like, my 21st party's getting postponed. Aww. And it was just like rubbish. Yeah. And so I think for a few months, it, I just felt off. And I'm a huge journaler, but for that season, I barely like opened up yep. the journal, not the Bible. And it was just like, where do I even begin? And it got to the point where I was like, okay, I don't even know what I want to process or want to say to God, but I'm just going to start writing. And I think it was just Mm. like, I don't even know what's going on. And like gradually, I think it ended up being like six pages of writing. And by the end of it, I'd sort of established different things. But it was like, oh, I had to actually, not not everybody is like a writer in the journaling, Mm -hmm. but I think just being able to acknowledge, okay, this is where I'm at. It doesn't seem like... I just, I don't even know what I necessarily need or what got me into this place and yeah. all of that. But just processing that in itself with God opened up the doors for him to be like, okay, so I think this has so led good. you into this or this is how we can get out. Um, mm-hmm. And even, I remember another thing, I was showing you my staircase calendar journal oh, yeah. before. <laughs> and so I had, I think it was the start of 2021 and it was more of a dry season in the sense of, I was just feeling overwhelmed with study and all of that. So it was just, I don't know enough, that would be called dry. Mm. More like a little hurricane going on. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. too wet. With that counts. Um, and <laughs> I came across someone, Jordan Lee Dooley. Have you heard of her, Jordan Lee Dooley? No, I don't think she, so. She, um, love her, follow her on Instagram. And she had, she had this journal she'd created, I think, for those seasons where it's overwhelming, where you would, similar to what you were saying, you'd write what you're thankful for, you'd mm. write a win of the day, like even if it was something small, like doing the laundry or watering the plants, mm. and then a lesson you learned and what your goal would be for the next day. And so I didn't buy her journal, but I ended up in one of my own ones just getting into that habit of being like, okay, so how can I sort of ground myself and be like, yeah. okay, what's, what am I actually thankful for at this moment? What have I done today that is like a good win? And I ended up carrying that, sort of process and habit into my season where I felt my faith was dry and I was like, I'm going to pick this up again. Mm. And just, I think that got me in that habit of being like, okay, this season isn't wasteful. Like, even though I feel far away from Jesus, like there's still things I'm thankful for or ways I can celebrate. And now I am able to apply even more into faith with gaining knowledge from podcasts and things and writing them down and being fed through all these different things. But I think that was really fun just being able to find ways to sort of ground myself into the present again because I think when mm. you're in that dry season it's sort of like oh there's no end in sight I've been in this for so long and so you're sort of in this like weird limbo stage of mm-hmm. oh, what the heck is this when am I getting out of it where did it begin and I think I found that really 
helpful and both of them are kind of like little, little journaling. Yeah, that's thing, so helpful. Which yeah. is a fun wee thing. I love those. Yeah. But already I can think of little nuggets from your what you were sharing that I'm going to take. Oh, I'm going to write that yeah. one down. I mean, easier said than done, I'll tell you yeah. that. But as soon as you, you break the habit and then you get into a new one, it's so, mm. oh, it's so helpful. Actually, you even have Atomic Habits. Yes. <laughs> I love I've been that. reading that one. I'm writing down all the like, yeah, notes that I love. Yeah, it's so good. I think the biggest thing is even just addressing it. Like, yes. The habit that you've got. Yep. And that's the first step. And then there's so much gold mm. to follow. And I think, yeah, like when you're in those seasons, as you were saying before of how just recognizing oh this is like where I am Mm -hmm. especially yeah within that church community and all of that I think we when we had our youth leader uh, retreat and Mm -hmm. we you know had to think of what we were insecure about in that sense I think I remember mine was being like okay like if all the other youth leaders knew where my faith was actually Mm -hmm. at right now like They'd be like, oh, you're such a fake. Like, I think when you're in those dry seasons, you can get overwhelmed and, like, ashamed, like you were saying, because you're like, I'm still serving, I'm still doing this, but nobody actually knows that I am sort of paddling under the water just trying to hold myself afloat because my faith feels nowhere to be seen. And which I think when you can actually just recognise that and either, I guess, bring in people Mm. and be like, yeah, this is what I'm feeling. Because then I think the enemy loses that hold of, keeping you in that isolation of like you're the only one going through this or mm, no one actually wants to yeah. know like wants you to be in the spot that you've got to be yeah. put together and which is such a yeah. lie it's such a lie have you, have you seen the chosen oh my goodness i binge Good, huh? watched that one yep. i'm waiting for the next one maybe cry oh i know josh i just I finished it. it it's <sighs> so good but you remind me a lot of when when you talk about that of feeling like just afloat in your mm. faith sometimes but I was so taken back when I realized just kind of when they visually put together the disciples and yeah. how they actually were, they, no they were so they silly. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> that they had Jesus right but next to Matthew, them. Oh I know. Heart. It was so good. But they, they just didn't, they just were so caught up in the world and the practical of like, this is impossible. Like I've, I've seen God do a miracle, but we can't like this surely can't be true and then it happens and like the way that they just oh we're so silly and I feel Mm. like so I feel like that gets to me sometimes too I'm like oh my gosh like who am I to call that you know yeah and it's so normal like if if the disciples who were hand in hand shoulder to shoulder with Jesus and doubted of course we're going to doubt, mm. and of course those things are going to come. Mm. But to learn from their mistakes and learn from other people's mistakes and be able to acknowledge it, because mm. when you when you suppress it, then then it turns into a bigger thing than it is. Yeah. You know? I feel like I just, I love how that show just put into perspective the disciples and who they mm. were before they met Jesus. And yeah. just, like, because I think, yeah, I read the Bible and there's so much outside of the bible that we just don't know and so Mm -hmm. when they bring in the character traits and how this person like was a little bit off or this person Mm. was a bit arrogant or doubted a lot and all these little traits I'm like oh my goodness that's just like me and like the Mm. way Jesus interacted with them and still like it was like no I actually I want you and for those reasons because I'm gonna either use those qualities or I'm gonna refine you and like strengthen you and I think mm. that's just so that oh, 
Sarah's changed my quiet time. I know, right? I think that's what so got good. me out of a dry season, that show. Wow, yeah, um, yeah. Which Honestly, same. Yeah. It's just, oh, I'm ready for season four. I know. Do you know when it's coming out? No. No, neither. But it'll be okay. soon. I think I listened to a podcast where the director or the person who's sort of in charge of it was being interviewed and I think he was saying, you know, it's like in the process of being refined and like put together or maybe it was about That's to be started good. recording. So I'm like, oh, surely it's only like a couple surely. months. Surely. Yeah. I don't know how long it takes, but I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's so Gosh. Good. I love all those nuggets you just shared. Oh, good. I think you've probably already covered some of this, but hmm. to clarify, what would be some of the key things you've learned when it comes to Jesus and living life with him? whether it's in the dry seasons, in the highs and the lows, what maybe mm. you've, you've kind of covered, I think, bits of this as well. Yeah, I think that focusing on like the bigger picture of things as well, and I think one thing that I've taken a lot of peace in mm. is, like I, I said before, just not, uh, just knowing that I'm not in control. Yeah that it's not up to me, that a lot of things are actually above my pay grade. Mm. But I'm still, with that, I still have a part to play. Mm -hmm. And I still have a piece to the puzzle in that it looks different than it does for you or for someone mm. else. or, um, But it's still so vital and important. Um, John Wimber used to say, and I might botch this as well, but... <laughs> You can find all out these paraphrased I know. I'm like, I just, it's, yeah, it's my brain. Honestly, I, what I do is I remember some really like amazing things that people say, but I don't remember the words. I just remember the feeling that I get from yeah. them. And I find that so frustrating because I'm like, well, that doesn't help. When <laughs> that I doesn't help when I try to it. share it. <laughs> yeah. So every time I'm like, well, it's some, it went something like this. Yeah. But well, Eva's version. Eva's this is take. my version. Yeah. <laughs> it could be completely wrong. No, I'm pretty sure he's, he said something along the lines of this, of we're all just vegetables in a stew, you know? Mm. Like, we all have a different seasoning to add to the stew. Yep. And I feel like you could you could drag that on to so many different things, mm -hmm. but I always took it as a very encouraging. What of, vegetable would you be? Oh, that's <laughs> a great question. Kumra. Oh! Because I'm sweet. <laughs> and I love the color orange. And it's I just, love the color it's just a too. sweet surprise. Yeah. If you got it in a stew, you think it's a potato, but it, I mean, it is a potato, but it's a sweet it's potato. It's a sweet potato. Oh, I love that. What would you be? Oh. Celery. Celery. <laughs> what makes you think of celery? Because you add a crunch. You oh. add a spark. A little crisp. To it. You add a crisp. You a add a crisp, crisp to it. A little bit of a crisp. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. I like What that. would you choose? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like. I, don't, I feel like it's something Do you I... even like celery? I don't mind it. I wouldn't oh, eat, like, heaps it. of it. I, I love, love potatoes. It. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I feel like if I could be anything in a soup, I'd want to be, like, the alphabet pasta. Oh, That they put yes. in it, you know, and it's just, like, it's fun. Yes. It's cute. It tastes good. Anything you want. That's that. so funny. What a I just funny remind question. me of, like, when my dad used to make soups, like, oh, it was, like, the best thing. I'd have... Like the grains and the barley and all yeah. those little things, and then like if we had the alphabet thing, oh, it was just, just like the best the dinner night ever. You totally oh, would be the alphabet soup. That was, I would love that. That is so that. funny. But um, back on, so everyone's that. a vegetable. Everyone's a vegetable in a soup. In well, I love that. Yeah, 
I think there's, <laughs> again, there's so many different ways and contexts you could use yes. that. Like even the wider church, you know, um, we're all mush, mushed into yeah, this. Yeah, like that whole body part. Yes, structure. we're just a part of the body. Yeah. Or, you know, how uh, there's quite a few people have said this as well, that I may just be um, a toenail, but, mm. you know, with, the body needs the toenail needs to, to be yeah. able to function, you yeah. know? And Does so, <laughs> I know, actually, you're protecting that little toe. Yeah, it's yeah. important. You gotta. It's, it is oh, I wouldn't important. want to be the pinky. toenail. Your pinky. If you didn't yeah. have the pinky, bouldering would be a lot harder. It, exactly. I'd overcome that though. I hope I don't lose any fingers. Though. Yeah, that's terrifying. It's mm. actually terrifying. But if you did, you know, so it's like exactly we <laughs> we bring <laughs> we bring our own flavor yeah. and our own phalanges to <laughs> um, the stew, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing. Um, I think another thing um, as well is I've just always loved when I've been reminded that I'm not called to perfection. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about the actually a lot about this, about um, at, at um, the leaders retreat yeah. um, of just working through your brokenness and even just owning your brokenness. Mm-hmm. And I found so much freedom from admitting my brokenness and knowing that I'm not a perfect human and Mm. I don't have it all together. And I just love that God was perfect on earth so that we didn't have to be Mm. and that he, he, um, was able to, yeah, he, he knew that we are, he, he knows that we are human and that we're going to mess up and that we're going to take on things that we shouldn't, but he has so much grace for us. And he actually wants us to work in our brokenness so that we're constantly relying on him. Mm. Almost kind of like the dry seasons as well. Like, yep. because cause if I think that I'm all together, which I have, if I'm honest, I've had seasons of my life where I was like, yeah, I'm oh, yeah, great me too. at this, right? Like, I can do this. Yeah. Mm. And then when something happens and then I, I realize my brokenness or someone's hurt me or I've been offended, I'm like, oh my gosh, like... I, yeah, I need, I need God to, to push me through this. And like, how can I move on without him leading me in Mm. that? And even just the genuineness of that, I feel like I've, I've found so much joy in that and not trying to cover up the, the ways that I'm not able to communicate clearly or I'm not able to do A, B or C, but God still uses me and partners with me in that. Mm. And I think that when you try to put on a hat that isn't yours um, and you don't acknowledge your brokenness, it's it's just harder to get through life, yeah. you know? And I feel like this is a little analogy I was just thinking of as oh, you yeah. were talking, but how the more sort of cracks we have and the more broken we are, mm. I feel like that's more room for Jesus to shine through and like for him to move and it to be point, like a reflection of him yeah. because it's not like us doing it because I've definitely had those seasons too where I'm like I am crushing this like look at me go I'm serving I'm reading my bible all the time like I'm nailing this whole faith thing Mm -hmm. but then I get up with myself and I think I'm doing great and then it's not that same level of pointing people to Jesus where I think when you recognize oh my goodness I don't have it all together like I'm kind of floundering around then I think you have that a bit of more of a mindset of like oh my goodness I need Jesus Mm. and I think you're just able to reflect them more. I mean, it's nice when you feel like mm-hmm. you're in a really good place, but I think in those moments, just recognizing I'm still yes, still not perfect. Yes. Not that we have to make a record of all our wrongs to remind no. us, but 
yeah, having that mindset of I'm never going to strive for that mm. or like never going to meet that mm-hmm. if I strive for it, but I don't have to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So look at all the disciples he (laughs) he picked out. I know, right? Far from perfect. I know, I know. I was actually talking with, I can't remember who it was recently, and I was saying, what would it have been like when when Jesus called, say, Peter or one of the other disciples? There must have been so many other people around them at the time. And like, Mm. imagine being one of them and thinking, why didn't you pick me? Yeah. I mean, there must have been a reason or... I yeah That's I don't know really actually know point. what people would have been thinking but I was like oh like what if I was standing beside so and so and it was like pick me like donkey yeah. <laughs> pick me pick me but maybe I don't know what they would have been like yeah oh. t- I guess he picks everybody just at he different does. yeah you're right that's actually yeah if you get an, oh <laughs> I don't want to go to, I no I mean it's it's a, a really one. good question but it's like we'll never know yeah huh? why. Move to the it top sucks. of the list when I get to heaven. I know. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus what about the people you didn't affect? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? He he has his ways. Yes. Um, oh, I, love I know. That is so interesting. But in saying that as well, like I love how he picked, you, you said this too, yeah. but he picked the people who were assumed to not be picked. Yes. The people who were sinners and mm-hmm. tax collectors and people who were at the lowest of the mm. low. And so I think maybe that is, like, there would have been people who have been like, God, I know it's you, but why aren't you picking yeah. me, you know? Yeah. But they don't really illustrate that in The um, the Chosen, like the people who didn't. But it's, it's kind of cool because I think that when Jesus died on the cross, then it was all of, you know, the, mm. the, the, the um, um, what's it called? the oh i'm going doing great thank you thank you oh my gosh brain tooth i don't know what you're trying to think of the the veil was torn oh yeah was torn in the temple yes there we go the curtain i think yeah i think think they called the curtain curtain. yeah the the curtain was torn so that all these other traditions and Mm. religiousness Mm -hmm. was broken and i think that was one of them as well as he doesn't just pick 12 or Mm -hmm. certain people he picks all of us yeah that's where i'm going with that i can just like imagine if he was if we had jesus today in like primary school and like it was like pick your teams he would be oh "Oh, i needed jesus (laughs) (laughs) i could just see him he'd be like picking all the like least the people that would sort of be left at Uh the end but then his team would crush it because it's like yeah imagine him on a yeah exactly i don't know or i feel like if i feel like i'm not super competitive and so if i'm on a Mm. team sport or anything i'm just like i'm just here for like the being like bonding and having yeah. fun, which I think Jesus would also like have that similar mindset True. of like, it's actually more about growing and learning together. True. So look at me go. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Not at all sick. I'm like, Jesus, I'm far from. <laughs> but <laughs> the more I thought about that analogy. <laughs> Man, was there anything else that. you wanted to add to the um things you've learned from oh yeah maybe just yeah just a few more i mean there's nuggets there's so many there's so many different ways you can answer these questions yeah. but the ones for me i think that i've really loved um or i found really important um and that i've learned with my walk with jesus and living with him is to like i did mention a little bit before mm. but to love the poor yeah because if you know you to well to love the poor but also to to learn what God's heart is mm. and not just what your heart is and the people around you. Cause those are good things. 
and you have to pay attention to the desires of your heart because he mm. puts those there for a reason. But to research and, and dive into the heart of Jesus and mm. it says that he loves the orphan and he loves the widow. And so I know that even with um, the, the ministry that my parents have chosen to love the orphan and to love the widow, they, can't, they cannot fail because it's God's heart. Mm. And so I even think with youth ministry as well, that we cannot fail because we're going after God's mm. heart. And there's so many different things that, like with, if you're in retail or if you want to start your own cupcake business, like God loves those things, yeah. you know? And there's so much blessing with those. And I'm not saying that those outweigh, you know, the others yeah. or anything. But I just have known with me that when I think about what I want to do, I just want to go after God's heart. Mm. And that's to reach the lost and it, it's in a different way than yeah. um, what it is for other people. Mm. But it, I know that God just preps me on the way that I can handle it yeah. versus other people. And for me, it, purpose is a really, really big thing for me. And I want, I'm, I'm quite futuristic and I want to mm-hmm. know what I'm going to do. I want to know what jobs I'm going to have and where I'm going to be. Um, and I was even chatting with my grandma, who's a very wise lady and she just, I just asked, Grandma, what do I do? Like, this is after I left high school. What do I do? Like, where should I be? Like, what do I invest my time into? I don't want to miss, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to get in the way of what God's doing or blah, blah, blah. And she just said, Eva, if you just fix your eyes on Jesus, you will not fail. Mm. And I've, I was so frustrated by that because I was like, that's not, that's not practical. That's not helpful. That's not helpful. Like, oh, easy peasy. But then throughout the years, I'm like, oh, Oh my gosh like she's so right yeah. it, as long as I fix my eyes on Jesus I don't fix my eyes on the outcome of my actions mm-hmm. and think about money and think about mm. um being able to be just prospering in everything I do but fixing your eyes on Jesus and the, that rest the rest will follow mm. in a way that you didn't yeah. even think about before um and there's always like often a lot of resistance to like when something yeah. matters a lot to God, I feel like that's when the enemy's like, mm, Oh, we're going to come in. Exactly. So, but yeah. then I think often we can't take that as like, Oh, it's a sign from the Lord that yeah. he doesn't want me to be there. It's like, well, actually uh-huh. if you're chasing after God and are doing something that is like investing into the kingdom and to the people he loves, mm-hmm. we just have to keep pressing in. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sure your parents have had a lot of resistance in that. And even like with youth leading mm. and on those, Oh yeah, that's no, when the youth are so distracted. It's exactly. like, nope, we are doing like, the hard work. Yep. Like the Lord's Should I here. be here right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this yeah. is for me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which is, I think we have to be reminded that the resistance doesn't mean that God's not in it. Yes, I think it's like we're just on the cusp of uh-huh. what He's wanting to do. Yeah, which exactly. is cool. exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I think the last. Thing, I mean, honestly, I could, I feel like I could go on and on and on. Oh yeah, but the last thing. <clears throat> for me that I've I've really have been curious about and have taken on for myself is the relationship of Jesus versus with Jesus versus the religion mm-hmm. and I think that you can get mm-hmm. so caught up in the religion side of things and I feel like Vineyard does a really good job I just I love Vineyard values and mm. um they're just they're just Jesus values and other church has very very similar values yeah. as well but I just love that um we're able to have a relationship with him yeah. rather than a religious side of things. And that, 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Someone once said I wrote it down because I have a little little nuggets page on my notes. It's, me too. Do you? I have four because I've gone through like and I'm like, I love too it. Long. Just keep adding to it. Yeah. Oh whenever someone says something, I'm like, oh. Are we this are person? Like, maybe we are. Maybe we oh, are. Oh, man. I kind I, so of want your golden nuggets. Like, yeah. They're, they're a bit Maybe sporadic. we can change it. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it. But sometimes I go back. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really good. That's just such a good. Or like, mm. yeah. Or just remember that's what you were doing funny. when you heard it, and you're like, uh huh. We need to compare. I yeah. I'm... I also have a quote wall. Do you have a quote oh, wall on yours? No. Got some funny quotes of of people saying random things. Oh my goodness! I remember doing that at Red Frogs. Oh, I think really? Debs actually started it, and like, oh yeah. There were some interesting ones. Yeah, in I there. bet you need to. You need I love to those, those things, though. That's so funny. Okay, so you have a. Um, yeah, but this one, I mean, kind of, I had already just explained it. Yeah. But someone once said that's re- that really impacted me was um, Jesus didn't die on the cross for for religion, but for relationship, mm. and that you don't become a child by obeying God, but you become a child by receiving from God. Ooh. And I always just found that of oh, okay. I'm like going to be going back you... through this and writing down all your words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girl, send you. It's not my words. It's no. someone else's. I don't even remember someone who wrote that. <laughs> someone was I can't even quote them. Yeah. But I just think that's so important to remember because if you get caught up in the religion and you, you just can, it's just draining and mm. it's not, it's not what God intended. And even in the chosen, when he, when he came to earth and he, um, he was frustrated by people of how, they knew the Torah back to front every word, but they didn't have a relationship mm. with Jesus and you can get blind to that. And so I think it's so important for me of even just remembering like, oh, I actually, I don't really remember all the books yeah. um, of the Bible or the verses in the Bible or um, even the theology point of things. My, my brain just forgets, mm. but I have a relationship with Jesus that I can hold on to rather yeah. than a religion that I can hold on to. And it goes hand in hand, but I feel like if you focus on your relationship, you know, the religion yeah. follows. But, I yeah. feel like that just reminds me so much of like a little season I recently went through where linked to the whole revelation that I was having at young youth leader retreat. Mm. But being, like I think I had found, oh, I actually have this like intimidation for past mercy mm. and like all she was doing. And I got sort of caught up in that. I need to be like reading my Bible more and praying and journaling and doing all these things. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I loved those seasons and what they looked like and how life giving they were, but then yeah, sort of losing sight of like, mm-hmm. actually it's a relationship and it's got the ebbs and flows exactly. and it's so different. And I think, yeah, it was just that whole relationship over mm. religion. Cause I think I was getting caught up and I need to meet that version of myself which yeah. was then taking on a bit more of like the religion thing of like, oh my, like I felt like I wasn't adequate just where I was at. Yeah. But then I, God so gently as he does, brought me back in and reminded me, oh, like this season can look different. And yeah. it will because I'm not 19 or 20 totally. anymore. And you change so much. Yeah. So much. And it's so normal. Like I remember I used to journal every day and I loved mm. it. But now I'm like, oh, I'll journal maybe once a week. Yeah maybe once a month sometimes yeah. I'm like I miss it but it's like oh actually I'm, I'm just changing a little bit I found that so hard to like mm-hmm. navigate because I I think I'm on like journal number 20 or something oh since I was gosh. 16 like whoa I journaled a lot and I think now I found especially like you know all there's so much going on and 
all these good things within study and relationship mm. and friendships and my dreams and hobbies and I'm like oh I want to have this all like written down in detail but I don't have the capacity like I did yeah. and which is why my little my book that I my calendar diary kind of thing I've merged that with my just you know day-to-day planning but then also recording like the highlights of the day and what I learned and stuff I think that's been a cool way I can I still have all the moments recorded yeah and I can just go back and remember and I'll still journal but I think yeah I've had to realize Mm -hmm. I'm not in the same season and like it's okay if I'm starting to come out of journaling heaps and heaps Mm -hmm. because I'm like oh surely you know when I'm in my 30s and pregnant or mm-hmm. have two kids running around, like, I'm not going to have that same capacity. Exactly. So it's going to have to probably change at some point. True, yeah. Which, oh, it's not easy. Yeah. Not oh, when... It's so interesting. I think a big thing as well is, last thing, yeah. but is reading the Bible and the Word. And I think mm. that we can get so, like, kind of like journaling, like, oh, yeah, I used to read a Bible a lot, and now I don't, and I feel that. Is mm-hmm. why I used to read the Bible so much more than than what I have even in the last couple of months. I'm like, yeah. whoa, like what what happened? But just remembering that it is vital for mm. you to take in the Word mm-hmm. of God and to not leave leave that out. That if you're gonna leave anything else out, it should be anything else but the Word of God. Yeah. And even just remember that remembering that. And I think that I've like someone once told me like. Like, oh, I think I said, like, oh, I feel, like, really guilty or something for not reading the Bible. And they're like, that's okay. Like, just let let the guilt, like, let whatever little guilt that is just motivate you to yeah. read the Bible. Oh. And then I was like, oh. So I, I felt like with that it was encouraging. Like, if I feel any guilt with with the Bible specifically, just to tune into it, you know? Because yeah. the only way that you can stop feeling guilty is if you just open it and if you just read one verse and you yeah. start really, really small, yep. you know? Make it but achievable. Exactly, and- yeah. Because it's the only way that we can get knowledge from, you know, not ourselves. And there's mm-hmm. podcasts and there's sermons and there's so many great things out there, but... It all comes from the Word of God. Yeah. It's so important to take that into your own interpretation. Yeah. And, yeah, God speaks to you through so many unknowns. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I love that because I feel, yeah, often when you have that guilt or that shame and you sort of, too often it drives us away from it. But then actually turning it into, okay. Sometimes it's okay. Yeah. Turn this, this energy and this, like, intense emotion where it's like instead of, make yeah letting it push mm-hmm. me away like I'm gonna turn it into something mm-hmm. that brings me closer and yeah bacon, I love that I'm gonna be writing that one down oh I <laughs> love it and even yeah find a word to even replace guilt yeah it, you know yep. it's like yeah I don't there, know there'll be plenty there'll plenty be of other ones <laughs> yeah. man well we've been talking <laughs> yes I just I love it to close I, it. I we were talking about um different seasons of life and I've actually stolen this question from another podcast that I listened to and I loved it Mm. but if you had to to describe this season of life as a seasoning what would you choose it could be like a sauce or a condiment or a spice something what do you feel like sums up this I kind of want you to go first oh no I didn't think of it (laughs) (laughs) the one that comes to my mind I'm like why am I thinking of this but have you ever heard of everything but bagel 
seasoning? Yes. I've never had it or Have like... you never had it? But I've heard of it in like, I think another podcast or a video I've watched. Oh, So is really? it an American? It is. Yes, yeah, so it'll be it's whoever I follow. Trader Joe's. Ah. It's, I mean, they've got a whole bunch of different versions, yeah. but the best one is from Trader Joe's. And it's so good. But it's kind of funny because it's everything but bagel, but you can actually get from specifically Trader Joe's. I, I'm made up of Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. <laughs> it's just a grocery store, but I'm there. 90%. I'm literally Trinity 90% the rest Yes, it's so good. Like, it was my sister's birthday when she was a kid, and one of the super uh, the supermarket ladies, one of the ladies there gave her flowers because oh, we were there all the time. I love it. We just it. love. It's, it's beautiful It's beautiful. Um, but they have a bagel that is the bagel seasoning that's on top of it. Oh. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny because it's everything but bagel, but it's actually made up of that bagel. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so okay. I feel like, I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but I feel I feel like in that seasoning, I feel like it's a little bit of me because yeah. there's so many beautiful things mixed up mm. in it, but there's actually, it was made for one thing, which was the bagel, Yeah, but there's, you actually can put it on everything else. And Ooh. so you think that it's just for this one little... Yeah, thing, but thing, it, but it's for everything else as well. Oh, I loved it so but, much. So it I makes was me want to try the. Oh, it's so good. It. I yeah, want the bagel actually. I, I know the bagel's really good. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm like, I don't even know if that makes sense. No, I in feel my like, mind, but I feel like that's cool. It's an opportunity to be able to try my seasoning on on anything else, yeah. not just one specific thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I resonate with that. But there's not just one specific thing. I love that. There we go. Oh my goodness. That's so Ooh. cool. What about you? Oh, I don't know. I I feel I I feel like saying mixed spi- mixed spice. It sounds real mm. lame, but what I think of is how I feel like I've just got so many different dreams and quirks and yeah. things going on in the season that all complement each other and like just makes sense I think with like my study yeah. and the podcast and the painting and like youth leading and my work like all of them just bring together bits of who I am and mm. what I'm passionate about and I think just merge together to create the mercy life mm. which I don't even know what spices are in mixed spice everything <laughs> it's the everything Correct. But the bagel. Yeah. But it's everything the but the bagel. Spices. But it's just like the same. <laughs> Which you got you maybe, yeah, you get a little bit of everything and you can everything. add it to anything. I yeah. like that. I think I've definitely though been in this <laughs> season where I've got a like um if I could edit the percentage of different spices in the mixed spice packet, mm. I think that's what I'm in that thing of doing of being like, Oh, okay, I need to like Ooh. bring this down a little bit and bring this up or focus yeah. on this spice and which would change the flavour. Yeah. Which I'm I not always I, I used to always say I don't like change like I hate change I can't cope with change mm. but I like, actually I wouldn't I like change is good and I think I've been changing my mindset on change, mm-hmm. <laughs> change. I love it <laughs> a lot change of change but I think that's been really sweet to see how just because I don't have maybe the capacity to focus in on this thing or this little spice has to mm. maybe be taken out or put aside for just now. Mm-hmm. It makes this season unique, which is I feel like cooking. 
to feel like they can yeah my (laughs) stomach has been like growling I'm like I don't think the mic would pick it up but I can feel I'm like and then when you start talking about bagels I know I know (laughs) I don't think I could hear dad downstairs like heating up his lunch oh no it's the food the hungry time <laughs> man I don't I don't actually have the time like the time we're going because it's on just normal garage band beats so I have oh, no yeah. idea how long this episode Great. is it's I know I don't even over an hour I don't even is that normal know. yeah that... I've gotten up to an hour for some okay. of my individual ones I knew talking with someone would make them longer but Oops. Yep. we're about to get a surprise seeing the people whoever's listening they'll be able to see I how know. long we are and I know I, love I loved Oh, I just loved all the tangents we went on. And I know. There's so much in there. Like, I knew you were going to be amazing to interview and just have oh. a conversation with. But I feel like I've, I've learned stuff. I've been inspired. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful that you carved some of your time out oh. before you well, seriously, head over. Thank you for the opportunity to do so. And I love to be able to help you with, you know, whatever oh. you're starting here. It's My really cool. I love it. And I, honestly, before I was like, oh, like, do I even really have anything to say, you know, with stuff? Yes, you do. And so thank you for challenging me and mm. even just finding the things that I'm like, oh, these actually were really big things yeah. in my life. And I, I need to visit them again and mm. not, and not forget about it. And yeah, so I hope that I helped with whatever, you know, oh. you're starting here. But it was it was a honor and a joy you to be with you, Mercy. Oh, <laughs> I'm you. so thankful. You have so many wisdoms. I know I'm going to be going back through and adding oh, to my golden nuggets. You're, you're too kind. Seriously. <laughs> I'll be like, Eva quoting what someone else said. That someone else and said. And it'll, it'll be your word. Completely different context. Or completely it'll be like different a Mother paraphrase. Teresa quote to yes. look up. Some John Wimber quote to look up. <laughs> If people want exact words, they can probably yes, find it. Like you can Google it yourself. <laughs> Google or ask or have the e-word else. translation, or I'll translate it to you. Man, yes. well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for team. listening. Thanks you for joining us on this. Yeah, journey. the little little my little co-host for today. I love it. it. Was absolutely fun. I hope you enjoyed all of Eva's lovely words of wisdom. My little poppin comments. <laughs> talking about vegetable soup we sort of we went here there everywhere but we both pray that you have a blessed rest of your day and that yeah you were encouraged and that you're able to sort of reflect on maybe the things that have invested into your journey and Mm. where your what season of life you're in at the moment and where you're heading so Mm. yeah we sort of send our love and our hugs Mm. and just pray that you have a beautiful day and tune in next time for my next beautiful guest see you later